Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Koki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode number 14. Uh, this has been a windy week in Southern California. I believe, I think they say, it's one. it's been one of the worst uh, windstorms we've ever had. I think it was like 60 to 80 mile an hours. We had the Santa Ana winds. They come right off the mountaintop. Uh, I looked really, really interesting this week because I love the wind. And so I go out and sit on my porch. I wrap myself up into these huge blankets and I just let that thing uh, pound my face, let that wind just pound my face. And, and to be honest, one of the, the, the cool things about it is I, I, I can't take my Bible out necessarily because the wind's so strong. That just pulls the pages apart. So I had an opportunity to just kind of sit out there and be quiet and reflect on some things. And, and so it was really helpful for me. So again, one of the things I'm, I'm going to always encourage us is this. We'll find your place. Where Where's your place? You know, where's the place that you can just really listen and sense and hear from God? And what would it look like for you to just take couple moments throughout your week and just be quiet, be quiet, listen, and uh, maybe hear what God may be speaking to you. So, and this passage was one of those passages that just popped into my head. And I thought, I think I need to spend some time thinking through it as the wind is just belting my face. So uh, the passage is Isaiah 41.10. But as I read that passage, uh, what it reminded me is of Mika. Uh, Mika's our, our daughter. She's nine years old. We love her so much. And uh, but, but Mika is like this. She's just very like... Uh, she's just a spirited person. She's got a, 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 a she has this loves living life, lives it out loud. Um, but she has some fears, like some real fears. And and so one of the things that that we did is we went to Hume Lake. I've had the opportunity of speaking up there. And uh, this summer we went up to Hume Lake, and they have a high ropes course. And it's what she said she wanted to do. It was her thing. Like it was the one thing she wanted to do. And so we're like, we got to do this. And so she went on this swing. They have this huge swing that swings. And she did that. That was awesome. And then it got to the high, the high ropes course. And I could see with every step I was behind her and I could see with every step how terrifying it was for her, how out of control that she felt as she's that high up and that she really just wasn't sure if she's going to trust the uh, trust the ropes uh, that she was holding on or that she could hold on to. She constantly wanted to hold on to something. And, and they were like, just trust it. Just trust that you're clipped in. You're not going anywhere. And she really, really uh, struggled with that. And to be honest, I really struggled watching her. I can't say that I was really patient uh, during that time. I wish I could say, oh, I was such a patient father. But I was like, you got this. Come on, just do it. Just do it. And I thought, wow. That is not how God is with us. In the midst of our fears, in the midst of our pain, in the midst of our hurt, that's not how he is with us. And and Mika was so afraid because she felt so out of control. She felt like, what if something goes bad? And then there's all these narratives that I'm sure plays in her little mind that what if I fall? What if it comes unclipped? What if these people are just making this stuff up? All these different things. And I think we do the same thing. And that's why this passage this week on the front porch was really, really important. Isaiah 41.10. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. 
I will strengthen you. I will surely help you. I will uphold you my, with my right hand of righteousness. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will surely help you. I will uphold you with my right hand of righteousness. You know, I, as I went through this passage, I, I, I started to go like, it seems a little silly to just tell people like, just don't fear. Like, don't fear. Like that, that seems to be the, the natural thing that within so many of these things is like, okay, well, just don't do that. Like, don't fear. Stop fearing. But it's hard to tell people stuff like that, right? Like if you're in the middle of, of cancer or if you're in the middle of a divorce or in the middle of a financial problem, it feels really bizarre to just tell somebody or even uncaring at times to say to people, just don't fear. Just don't fear. Just let it go. It, it feels impersonal. It's like, do you know how hurt I am right now? Do you know the ambiguity in my life? So wherever you are right now, I don't know. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know your hurts. I don't know your, your pain. And so I think it would be insensitive to say, just don't fear. Just stop it. Cut it out. Just don't fear. It's not good for you. But what I started thinking about was this, is that fear is a language that we speak as humans. It's what moves people into action. I started thinking like fear is a language that we're used to. And that we speak as humans. <laughs> I started thinking about a lot of times what parents do with their kids. I mean, we would never do this, um, but some of you might. Just kidding. Uh, that, that we use fear to get our kids to do things. I, I just was thinking about that. Going, That's so true. Like, you're like, listen, if you don't clean your room, I'm going, you're not going to have a room, mister. And I'm going to take all your clothes and I'm going to give them to, to kids in Mexico who will apps actually appreciate them, right? We'll make these threats, right? If you don't eat your dinner, you're not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to feed you for the rest of the, it's like we're using fear. Like if you don't do this, then this will happen to you. And so I started going, wow, I, that, that is kind of a common thing for us to use that type of language. And so it's why for us, so many situations feel so tense and anxious all the time. But what I think is interesting is this, it doesn't seem to be the language of God. He's like, no, if you're going to fear something, fear me, right? And not in fear, like fear, but like, uh, he's going to get me, but more like fear and honor and trembling. And oh my gosh, you are God and I am not. You are high and lifted up. You are the uncreated creator, you know, that kind of reverence for him. But he's not, I'm coming to get you. I'm going to get, that's not the language he uses. And so that's why I think Isaiah is going, hey, do not fear. Listen to God. Listen to his language. Do not fear. Do not fear. Do not be afraid for I am your God. But the people are of God, language, that, that language of fear might be what our society does and what many of us per perpetuate in the way we live our lives. But the people of God were called not to fear because fear is the absence of faith. And when we have a fear problem, we really do have a faith problem. And so the faith is the part that we are struggling with, really. And fear tends to be the, the byproduct of, 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 of that gap. 
And so when you tell somebody, just don't fear, don't fear in the midst of your cancer, don't, 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 uh, don't fear in the midst of your divorce or financial situations, whatever you're going through, what, what we should be saying is, how's your faith doing in the midst of that? Is it really hard? Are you struggling with who God is? Because for a lot of us, we're really not sure that he's going to help us, right? We're like, you hear me? Do you see me in my struggle? We're really not sure that he's our God, like our God, like he's my God and he loves me and he cares for me and he sees me. Some of us are really struggling with that. Many of us are really struggling that he really will strengthen you. Like, will you do that? Will you be faithful to do that? We're not sure if he'll really hold us up so we don't have to fear, right? We're not, will you really do that? Are you really holding me up? And that's why I think the back end of that passage is so important because God speaking through Isaiah says about himself, I am your God. I'm a personal God. I'm not some dictator in heaven. I'm a relational God and I love you and I'm near. And not only that, I'm righteous, which means no matter what is happening, no matter what you're going through, I am righteous. I am here. You can trust me. You can bank on me every single time. And one of our other podcasts, like he is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. There is a consistency there in him that we can come to trust and to depend on. And then he says this, I will. He gets into I will statements for those of us who are learning to really trust and have faith in who he is. He says, I have some things for you. I will strengthen you. Now, that's a promise. You know, that's a promise. He's coming to you and I's going, I will do this for you. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you. Now, just slow down right now, right now in this moment. And just breathe that in. Let that soak in right now. Your God, the righteous God, he says he'll strengthen you. So what is the thing you're working through right now, struggling through right now? What is it? Because his promise is to strengthen you in the midst of that thing. He says that he will help you. Right now, where are you feeling helpless? Where are you feeling like there is no hope and it doesn't feel like anyone's paying attention? What is that right now? He says, I will help you. I will help you. And then he says this, I will uphold you. I will uphold you. Think about this. You are not alone in the God of the universe. It's as if he's got you in his arms. He's upholding you. He's whispering in your ears, you got this. The spirit of the living God lives in you. You got this. No enemy formed against you will prosper. I am your God. I am righteous. I see you right where you are. You can find comfort in me. I am your shelter. You're gonna make it. You're gonna do it. I will uphold you. And then he says, trust. Trust him. Trust him in his righteousness. God's got us. God's got us. He's always had us. He's like, look at Jesus. Just look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Look how Jesus came and he rescued you and he, he cared for you. If he cares about your, your future, your destiny, 
we're as a result of what Jesus did, that he didn't want there to be sin to separate us. And so Jesus came and he died on the cross to make us right with God so we can boldly go to the throne of God. If he cares about that, then I can promise you that he cares about whatever you're going through, whatever I'm going through right now, whatever feels overwhelming and hard and heavy, he's got you. God's got you. He's with you. And we can take comfort in that. So fear may be a language that humans speaks, humans speak, and we live in. Maybe it brings a comfort to some of you because it feels like we have some sense of control, but in reality, it's killing us. And what he's saying is release in faith that to me, because I'll strengthen you, I'll help you, and I'll uphold you, and you can trust me. I'm your God, and you are my people. I know your future, and I am for you. Isn't that great news today? So I don't, again, I I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what's hard. I don't know what's frustrating for you, but God loves you, and he cares for you, and he's got you. Fear keeps us tethered to earth while faith frees us to the realities of heaven. Fear keeps us tethered to earth while faith frees us to the realities of who God really is, the realities of heaven, what he has for you. So what are you struggling to trust the Lord in? What are you struggling in? What are you currently going through that you're, you're holding on to, that you're grasping on to? And, and Isaiah is saying to us, fear not, fear not, don't be afraid, for God is on your side. He's with you in the midst of that hurt, in the midst of that pain, in the midst of that confusion. What are you struggling to trust the Lord in? Maybe today, work through that and then release it to him. Just release that to him and trust that he is in control. So may God lead us with his righteous strength into the way everlasting in every area of our lives. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is nearer to you than your own heart. Till next time.